0: Hey Batman, what are you doing with that cape?
1: <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, how's how's it going, everybody? Uh,
0: yeah, it's good. I'll answer for everyone. Yeah,
1: that's 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 what we're doing. Um,
0: so. We didn't pick a movie last week <laughs> at all.
1: we just we just forgot that
0: that was something that we did, apparently. that's okay. We're um it, it had been a while,
1: but we but we made a decision. We came together we uh we did some focus groups. Uh, we ran it through the
0: random number generator.
1: <laughs> yeah. The best focus group. And, uh. Picked and our
0: first result, which is rare.
1: Yeah. And we came up with, uh, with Batman, the killing joke. Yeah. Something that's been on our list since it came out.
0: Starring Ray Liotta <laughs> as Batman.
1: Uh. Yeah. Denzel
0: Washington as the Green Goblin. Yes. Um. Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker. Mm hmm. And, um. Terry Crews as white chicks.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a pretty crazy movie.
0: Yeah, it was good.
1: Um, but actually, uh, it was still a a, a pretty crazy movie. But I don't I know. mean, if that, no I pun I intended. I don't know if your second, uh, if your second assessment of it was good is totally accurate. <laughs>
0: Alright, so we'll dive right into that. Did you, th- so you didn't think this movie was very good?
1: Um, well, sh- should we, no, sh- just, should I do the no, summary? No, case? just get in
0: there and then we'll summarize afterwards. Alright, we're um, we going rapid reaction.
1: Should, uh, Okay, did I think this movie was good? Gut feeling. We
0: just, no, we just paused no. it no. 10 minutes
1: ago. I, I didn't, I didn't at all. Honestly. Okay, alright. I, I I I really was just trying to think of like, well it did a
0: thing with it no. I mm mm <laughs> Okay, why? Um Or do you want to summarize first?
1: Let let's let's summarize. Let's just bring everyone up to speed and uh and and I'll go into a teeny tiny bit of backstory
0: on the comic book. So this is this is a fairly new movie still. So spoiler spoiler alert, obviously. Right, right.
1: Um, so the premise of the movie, the 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 broad strokes of both the movie and the comic book is this is a uh, origins a a somewhat of an origin story for the Joker. When it was released as a comic, it became the... It became the origin story for the Joker. Uh, And it was... uh, You you followed the origin story through flashbacks while uh, the Joker tried to... uh, Drive Commissioner Gordon insane. uh, Trying to prove that uh, anyone would do what in, in all it all it would take would be one bad day and anyone could be driven insane, could be broken, could could react pretty much in the same way that he did. And you get to see his one bad day. Um and uh and he does this through uh uh Coming to his house, uh, paralyzing his daughter, who, if you're not up on the take, spoiler alert, is Batgirl. <laughs> um, <laughs> paralyzing his daughter uh, by shooting her, uh, beating him unconscious. Um, it is implied raping. Not implied. Not implied, really. It's implied in this movie. I mean, it's implied in that it's never explicitly shown. Thank but it happens. it happens. But but yeah, uh, raping Barbara Gordon, taking pictures of her bloody raped raped body, and uh, pretty much when Commissioner Gordon comes to, uh, the Joker has him uh, has taken him prisoner in a. Uh, rundown carnival area and uh, he is he is beaten within an inch of his life put on uh, made judge in a fake trial where they try and shake his his uh belief in batman as a force for good or sane Sanity is the word I was looking yeah. for, and uh, and then they put him on like a little like haunted house uh, rail ride, uh, where where the Joker sings to him, right where there's a weird musical number, and uh, then they start showing him large images of uh, of the uh, the the photos of Barbara, and and then Batman comes in and the whole thing ends, so that that's that's the broad strokes and 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 some detail so the comic um the comic was written by alan moore and it was pretty widely acclaimed when it first came out like to the point where it sort of got overrated (laughs) it was pretty widely acclaimed when it came out it definitely changed a lot of stuff in the uh overall uh dc universe uh and uh and and it 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 was it was one of those that a lot of people claimed to have been like you know it's one of the best comics ever written like it was Mm. up there with like the dark knight in that regard over the years, it's lost some popularity. Alan Moore even kind of stepped back from it and was like, yeah, it's not my best work. Um, so it, it's, it's, it's lost some acclaim. I thought it was a little bit weird when I heard that they were making the movie um, because it, 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 it had like fallen a little bit in, in public standing in recent years. And it didn't really tie in with anything else that the DC universe was doing or what they had been doing with, like, any of their broader, like, superhero movies, even the animated universe stuff. So, um, yeah. So the whole thing was... There's the about- story. There's the backstory. I feel like we can properly unpack this
0: now. <laughs> so the whole thing about this movie is that it's an R-rated Batman movie, which right. has never happened. Well, it's never happened for an animated Batman movie, right? And that was its that was its biggest selling point, which I think is starting off on the wrong foot. But anyway, yeah. It, uh, so it is there. Did this
1: come out before or after Deadpool?
0: This came Just. out bef- uh, shortly after Deadpool, but it, shortly enough that it can't have been like because of Deadpool that it was right
1: cuz Cause, cause I, I was just wondering because one of Deadpool's things was was that it was like one of like the first uh R-rated uh superhero yeah well yeah Deadpool's not a superhero but one of like
0: the superhero the the first Whatever.
1: R-rated like mainstream um so, comic
0: book movie so they do some things with
1: that <laughs> It worked for Deadpool. It doesn't necessarily work. They here. do some
0: things with that. There's some swearing though. They don't. They they skirt around the f bomb <laughs> in interesting reason. ways. Um, but there is sex and stuff like that in in it, which is n- pretty new for the Batman universe to be as as imp- like as explicitly. Not like explicit, but like as explicitly shown as it was
1: in the animated movies. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm mainly talking about the animated movies. Right. Here. The, the the Hollywood movies of of superhero movies have just gone on their own thing oh, recently. Also, the comic books.
1: They they they've there there have been plenty of one offs where sure. I'm, but where, I'm where spe- I'm talking about on. I'm talking specifically
0: <laughs> about like production. Right. Um. So. That's pretty cool. They do some fun stuff with it. Mostly, though, it it feels to me like they, a lot of times, were trying to force it to be more adult by throwing in just curse words where it wasn't necessary, throwing in, like, sexual comments and references where it wasn't really necessary. Right. And, like, it felt very very try hard, very like a thirteen year old's opinion of what an r rated Batman movie would be, yeah, but that's okay, so still still nothing like nothing like totally killing for me in in the things that I just said it is it yes, it was a little hammy for the fact that it was so much like adult content more than was necessary, right. But it wasn't that didn't that didn't kill it for me. The thing that the thing that really killed it for me was just like how how I don't know everything about this movie felt forced. Like <laughs> the Batman Batman and the Joker's relationship felt very forced. Like they they give you. So the first thirty minutes are are nothing to do with the main plot of the movie. It is just it is just an expose backstory of a villain called Paris Franz and his rise and fall and the fact that he kind of leads on Barbara Gordon and the only thing it's really there for is to set up the relationship between Batman and and uh, Batgirl. Yeah, I and, think and to
1: well that and to show. Why she got out of 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 being Batgirl by the time? So okay, so one important thing going forward that that Killing Joke did was it set up Barbara Gordon as no longer being Batgirl and being a totally new character. Yeah. Um, the Oracle. Yeah. And so so there there was there was a little bit of a mandate like with with the with the comic book on 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 having her um out as bad girl. So so they they had to set that up. They didn't really have to set it up for the movie. I think I think what the beginning tries to do in the movie is I think they're trying to avoid making Barbara into the wife in the fridge.
0: They did a really poor job of it, uh, because the thing that I most hated from the first 30 minutes of the movie (laughs) was how... Are we going? Yeah, okay. Was how... Sorry. Was how... (laughs) That crucial double check. Yeah. (laughs) That was how... uh, like Mary Sue the the character of Barbara Gordon was she was very much like it was not a progressive take on her character at all
1: yeah so Barbara Gordon is like in and and for someone who was who was reading Batman comics at the time um Barbara Gordon would have been set up more like like you would have realized that that her actions would be, like, sort of aberrant behavior. Also, uh, important disclaimer here. I have not fully read uh, Killing Joke. I picked it up one time in, like, a Barnes & Noble and started reading it, and that was years ago. So I'm operating off very limited knowledge of the comic book. I know it mostly by reputation. But just, uh, just, just... But Get, getting that out there, um, yeah. So, so Barbara Gordon, if you were reading Batman comics at the time, you would have known that this was kind of like her emotional state, as it was represented, like like here, would have been kind of aberrant behavior because she's normally not that
0: attached. She she comes off like a dumb she girl. She
1: comes off really like. Very, like, emotional, like, heart on the sleeve.
0: Yeah. Uh, very much, like, a n- very non-progressive, like, yeah. depiction of the character. Which, after the first part of the movie, it gets much better, even though she's not in it very much. And her only real next part of it is getting shot and right. raped. But... She,
1: she... I mean, she gets... No matter how much they try and, and give her a character, she is not really... she is not really set up to be much of a character in, like, there, there is a lot of character set up, and it does nothing aside from saying, look, we know that what's about to happen is going to be really bad. Yeah. <laughs> we, we desperately want to not have her be a woman in a fridge, but...
0: It doesn't, she, it's that,
1: unavoidable. She winds up being a woman in a fridge. It's a
0: shame. It's a real shame. I, I think that... I think that the movie would have been a lot better without the whole first 30 minutes to be honest or yeah, with a just, very with a very abbreviated version of it. Just
1: just take the L, realize that the uh, realize that the the nature of your story is to unfortunately have this really
0: shitty trope in it. So the first so this so this is <laughs> this movie is an hour and 26 minutes long with the credits. That's, uh, that's painful for me that they didn't even make it to 90 minutes with this. Yeah. So <laughs> there's so, so much material. So that kind of crappy unrelated part took up the first 30 per, 33% of the movie. The last half is the actual story and it's it's not it's not that much better. Right. It's 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 kind of hard to get into because it seems rushed. This this would have been better. I feel, so I've not read the comic. I don't know anything about it other than just what I know about it. Like to me it seems like this may have been better as a three-part like mini series because they could have done it it's like bam, Barbara Gordon in love with Batman, he rejects her after they bang on a roof and that's the end of that story. Bam! Joker's out of jail. Bam! She fucking... He shoots her and rapes her. Bam! Kidnaps the dad, Commissioner Gordon. And, like, it's, like, fucking no setup to yeah. any of it. Like, it's literally, like... It's all action, which I normally complain about stuff that's not enough action. But this is... This is... This is straight gas, like, the whole <laughs> time. Because it, it it's, it's just... One after another plot points, and it doesn't give you any setup, so it doesn't feel like there's any payoff. the whole yeah. the whole part about trying to drive Commissioner Gordon insane is one of the coolest concepts
1: and it and it took up it took up a, a, in the comics it took up a good amount of time. A, a, a good amount of, of of audience attention and and time, and it, it was really truncated.
0: It's like. it's a cool concept, but they do it so so fast and so ham-fistedly that like there it doesn't feel like a payoff when when Batman's like, oh, he's still fine pretty much like he's okay he's not insane at all he's he's just kind of beat up yeah like he's he's good you're just like okay there's good no mood. there's no emotional resonance this movie does not invoke any emotional resonance even from us who are you know pretty big batman fans i would say like yeah, i like absolutely i like all the movies not all the movies but i like a lot of the movies <laughs> i've read a handful of the comics and i've you know love the animated series and Batman yeah. Beyond and all that stuff, but yeah. it's like, it's 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 it just does. There's no payoff. It feels like a. It feels and I know it. If it, it feels this way because it is, it feels like a non-canon, like one-off. J- just throw some shit at the wall and see what sticks.
1: Well, it so so it was. It, it did it did establish canon. The comic book did. Uh, the movie, though, like, like I said, I don't think that
0: there's currently any, like, broader... Uh, no, this doesn't movie. slot into a, a yeah. universe. And that's fine. I, that, I, that in and of itself doesn't bother me. I like one-off crazy shit, but it doesn't... It has to capture a feeling. Yeah. Like, and it doesn't... This doesn't bring me anywhere. You know what yeah. I mean? I think that's the biggest problem I had with... The movie itself wasn't... It wasn't terrible. It just it tried to do too many things with a too short amount of time.
1: Yeah, and and that that was that was the weirdest thing because with okay, so with the marketing campaign leading up to this movie, yeah, which was I good. Thought, I thought that one. I thought the production quality would be a little bit better. Two, I figured it would at least. I like. I figured they were really shooting for like a two-hour movie. Um... And I thought, you know, if, if they were shooting for a feature-length movie uh, and they were putting all this money behind it, uh, you know, we were getting back Kevin Conroy as Batman and Mark Hamill as Joker, which are the two things that you really need. Yeah, cause, absolutely. Because no, no matter what we can say
0: the voice acting was perfect yeah. i mean you can't say... Like, <laughs> yeah. you, there's there's there's, th-
1: there's never been a time where those two have underperformed no, especially with this franchise not. so um you know they 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 had the they had the right actors it seemed like they were throwing a lot of money behind it i was like cool this is going to be at least like at least a 2 hour movie and they're going to be kind of addressing In this adaptation some of the stuff that that maybe didn't quite go over in the comic book and 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 you know this was I thought that this would be handled with more care the parts of it that they adapted from the comic book I think they ended up trying to adapt way too uh,
0: faithfully honestly like there are some things that just don't translate Mark Hamill came out of voice acting retirement for this pile. Right.
1: And it was That was like one of
0: the biggest selling points of the movie and that was one of the things that gave me the most hope about it. Right, but it and he did a lot with what he was given. Oh, absolutely. He, he always I, does. Yeah, he always does. It, <laughs> but he wasn't given that much like it it just feels so forced and maybe that's just because I'd like, maybe if someone had read this comic ten times and, and you know, had, had already formed that emotional bond with it, they may have a different reaction. But, I mean, that's not who these movies are only for. Yeah. You know what the, I mean?
1: The, the whole... So, okay. The reason for... If, if, if you boil it down, the reason for Killing Joke to exist as a comic book... Is to explore the Joker's backstory because at the time that was not a, a
0: solid the, thing. Yeah, it's never um, been a, it's never been a thing, really. Right.
1: So it was to explore Alan Moore's take on the Joker's backstory, and to explore the whole you know one bad day uh, thing that, that that he's trying to set up, and and it it, it that premise strengthens. Because, because of how they set up these characters, it was like a really short day. Yeah, because of how they set up these characters, you know, the Joker is obviously the counterpoint to Batman. Uh, in the whole one bad day sort of paradigm, they've both had one. They both know how they came, how how they coped, how they came out of it. And Commissioner Gordon is always set up as being, like, you know, lawful good. Like, yeah. Commissioner Gordon is is the is yeah, the, the absolutely. standard that, that even Batman holds himself to, yeah, but for knows sure. that he can't achieve. So there's there's a really good, like, power dynamic and, and a, a really good struggle, like, classic struggle there for the soul of Commissioner Gordon. Um... And there's a lot to there. There's there's a lot to unpack there. So that's like a really good reason for the comic to exist. It's a solid vision and and what you know what it sets out to achieve. The only reason to translate that into a movie is to bring it to a wider audience, and to try and do it justice. Because I mean, the story already exists. It's already been told once pretty well like in a way that was was you know very very lauded and very you know uh built up people could already go out and get that story so the decision to be like okay we're going to bring this to a, a larger audience makes sense but the decision to like we're gonna make it shorter and we're not gonna give it that big of a budget even though this was one of the biggest stories that that you know ever
0: we're gonna sprint invo- through the story yeah we're,
1: we're gonna we're gonna really truncate this and just try and give broad strokes bare minimum
0: uh <laughs> so let's talk about the ending
1: what ending there wasn't a fucking ending to this movie. <laughs> Alright, well let's talk about the
0: ending that was. Let's talk
1: about the non-ending.
0: <laughs> the the Joker and Batman have just had a knockdown dragout fight that doesn't seem to be going anywhere and they both for, know it.
1: For for the soul of Commissioner Gordon, mind
0: you. Yeah. Which we get no resolution on.
1: No, he's fine. He's fine. That's the thing. He's, right. Like, he's fine. Right.
0: He is. <laughs> he's fine. And and so they like that's Batman's thing is like he's fine you didn't really, I mean he, uh, he one one flip.
1: throwaway line he's he, he's 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 good fam. Yes, but I mean the
0: the the consensus is that he's okay from what I can tell. So Yeah. So they're fighting over nothing really and and like they fall out the window of the building they're in, and they're just, like, fighting half-heartedly. And then they just stop, and they're like...
1: Yeah, something, what are, what something happens that completely kills the action.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, what are we going to do? And so they, Batman Batman muses about, like, one, one, of, one. one of us could kill each other eventually, or I could help you and take you in and rehabilitate you. And the Joker says, it's too late for that. And, uh... And he tells a joke. I'm not going to repeat the joke. It's too long-winded and also not that good. <laughs> it's a, it's a funny-ish classic joke. But the what follows is what I can only describe as the cringiest. The cringiest <laughs> laughing of the Joker and of Batman, which is a plot point in of itself that the Joker told a joke that made Batman laugh. That's fine. But yeah. it is but it is the cringiest laughter. This is the one part that maybe Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill could have dialed back. But I'm Kev- su- I'm sure they were just following The
1: problem is Kevin Conroy has never had to laugh
0: as Batman yeah. and he shouldn't. No. <laughs> and that's fine if that's the plot. I'm sure it worked in the comic, I guess. I don't know, but it just felt so weird. And then the movie just ends.
1: The the thing about so the thing about dialogue when you're translating it into a movie from a written form is that like okay so so take that take that whole like the the throwaway one sentence where it was like, oh, Commissioner Gordon's fine, you didn't work, yeah when you're reading that in a comic, that
0: you can sit there and reread it ten times yeah
1: you that takes up the emotional space that you let it take up because that is catharsis like that that's that's like that that is that is a resolution in in some way but in 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 a movie unless you unless you're you're unless you're I mean it's not really I mean it's still blocking it's just not like traditional blocking because it's an animated movie but unless you're and, and unless you you block everything correctly and you
0: somehow find a way to make dramatic yeah, pauses yeah, and yeah ju-
1: just just to give it space to breathe and let the audience know like what's you know what's about to happen that that usually involves like that usually involves really ramping up dramatic tension like uh, a good example would be like uh, Rugger Hauer's "Tears in the Rain" speech, at, like in in Blade Runner, mm. because. That that's like a good example of something that the where the film took care to like make sure that it takes its time with the thought. Yeah, it, it made sure to make the the emotional space and the the dramatic space. Like
0: if you had no emotions, it would look cheesy, right? But because you're invested, it 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 feels important. So
1: in the comic book, when there's an entire page dedicated to Batman saying, "You failed." Commissioner Gordon is it's fine. Is, is,
0: is you can take your time to process it. Yeah,
1: you can you your you give you do the work of the director in that sense. You give that moment the time it needs. Um because you you realize that it's important. But but, but in, this was like in a movie He's fine. Punch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you didn't do it, bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's it's really it, – it feels really weird and truncated. And that's like – that's why I – whenever something gets adapted, I always try to, to start off asking myself, why – was an adaptation made? Money. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> usually. <laughs> that is unfortunately usually the answer. Um, it it, it, it kind of goes back. I was, I was one time, I was listening to like a behind-the-scenes featurette for... Uh, I'm all over the place with references That's today. okay. I was listening to a behind-the-scenes featurette with... Uh, I think it was for Princess Mononoke. Mm. Uh, when I very first got like my DVD copy of that movie. And they were asking Miyazaki, they, they were like, they're like, uh, do you think you'd ever want to see any of your properties go live action? Or do you think you would ever want to, to direct a live action movie? And he was like, there are things that just don't belong in live action. There are things that belong in animation. Uh, and I kind of think that's the same way. Like I, I kind of think that that's a good starting point when you're talking about any adaptation. Is like
0: in any direction,
1: right? What, what is the actual reason for this? You know, what, what could, what could its original format not achieve? What, there, what did it not gain? What can we add to it? How can this adaptation live up to the original in its own right, or maybe even be better? Yeah,
0: because there are things that want adaptations yeah
1: absolutely and there are
0: times that adaptations have been better than the original i mean like i could come up with a million examples the the first two that came to my mind was a graphic novel to film adaptation that absolutely worked that we were just talking about not on on camera v for vendetta in my opinion that that adaptation absolutely worked and the pacing of it felt okay. Yeah. Uh, another thing that comes to mind is another movie that I love, which was adapted from a play, which is Sweeney Todd. That adaptation is fine. It's good. Yeah. It's, it's 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 great. But it's, uh, some things don't want to be adapted. Uh, um, Watchmen comes to mind as a thing that does not want to be adapted. Yeah. In my opinion. Also, also I, 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 I may get a lot of hate for saying that, but I think it suffers from many of the same problems that this movie does, because it doesn't it doesn't really want or need to be adapted. Right,
1: <laughs> fucking Alan Moore is a comic book writer. Yeah, let Alan Moore be a comic book writer. <laughs> it does not have to. It does not have to get adapted. Um, yeah, I, and and I think that's just the the. If
0: I if, hate that we've just sat here and talked shit for 30 minutes, but that's
1: fine though. I mean the, it brings up this movie brings up a lot of points about about pacing and how to how, and about how adaptation is, is unnecessary in a lot of cases. If I okay, so here's a question what do you think a good adaptation of this story would have looked
0: like? I, I, like I said, a three-part miniseries, three-part miniseries, like three, series. three, like one-hour minisodes. The first one could have covered still animated,
1: or you think? Yeah, like no, that or? would have been fine.
0: Yeah, no, definitely animated. Okay. Live action would not work for this, in my opinion. Okay, um, I would say the first part could have been. What basically the the first thirty minutes that we saw, maybe with a bit more detail, but n- that wouldn't be the whole thing.
1: Maybe, maybe maybe set it a little bit before they get involved with that guy. Yeah, exactly. Apparent that this is aberrant behavior from yes. Barbara Gordon. Yes. <laughs>
0: Second part could have been the entirety of the Joker setting up this whole dark carnival thing. Whoop whoop and um. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and and just like his his ramp up to this and his obvious like madness and insanity like showing this as well as maybe uh,
1: maybe where this idea fucking came yeah, from. Yeah, exactly. It could, you could have <laughs>
0: covered the majority of his backstory in the first and second episode. Well, like yeah, like the second episode you could have covered the majority of the Joker backstory, which is an important part of the story, Yeah. but ultimately doesn't really matter. Yeah. Other than just showing to to prove his point about one bad day. Yeah. So. I, I. And then and then the third hour you give to the entire end of it, trying to drive Commissioner Gordon crazy, uh, you can even you can even have episode two end with him shooting his daughter and kidnapping Gordon. Yeah. And then episode three is the entire ending, done over the course of an hour. I think that would have been much better. I
1: I definitely think three parts following like different like one or two different characters for each part would would work really well. Like something where uh,
0: yeah, like you could follow Batgirl for the whole first part. And yeah, then, like and like, then the Joker for the entirety of part two. Like
1: Batgirl, you you set up you set up in the background because something that that I also thought was pretty weird was like. So you're trying to you're trying to bring this story to a, a wider audience. You may be wanting to like bring in some some people who haven't really. Since this is like a one-off, and it was you know very clearly set up to be a one-off, you might be bringing in people that aren't you know committed to the Batman mythos by right yeah. now, and might not know the philosophical and ideological. Points that Commissioner Gordon represents right. because that's not covered at all. at all. No, like the you it just. If Commissioner you,
0: Gordon has less than five minutes of screen time before the ending. Yeah,
1: if you didn't know that Commissioner Gordon is shorthand for lawful good, you would be pretty lost here on As why to the Joker yeah. even. Fucking cares, like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. And and so so I mean that that's that's the whole thing in and of itself. So like spend the first uh, first hour following following Barbara, set up why she's important, you know, what she what 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 she's going through and what she means to the characters around her and kind of set up like what her dad represents then go into the go into the batman angle and then i think like the third thing is just you're only following you know you 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 would be following like commissioner gordon for half of it and batman while well, he wraps up i think that would be solid i think that would be giving everything the space that it would actually deserve but you can't do it in under 90 minutes. No. <laughs> it's just not it's not possible. What the fuck?
0: Yeah. Um all right.
1: And so any 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 minor details you'd like to bring up? No. I've got I've got I've got a couple Go for it. And they're just kind of like broader Batman things. Um One of them is the sexy fighting scene. Oh, it's so bad. (laughs) So, all right. It's bad in and of itself. There's a moment of passion. Barbara Gordon is at her breaking point with, with the bat. And tries to uh, you, know, you know essentially fight me, you little bitch. And they they fight for a second.
0: It's not going anywhere. The,
1: it, it it's really flaccid, and then uh, and then Batman just like obviously kind of lets her lets her lets her do do his thing. And at first you're like, or at least me, maybe giving this a little bit too much credit. You're like, oh. This is one of those, like, subtle things where Batman realizes he's been a dick. So he's going to let her get in a few hits, acknowledge her side of this, but at the end of the thing, you know, th- this, was right after move on. At, yeah. this was right after he had taken her off of a case. Yeah. And I kind of thought it was going to be like, okay, you know, get in your few, I understand, but this doesn't change that nope nope they make out Barbara just takes her
0: top off takes
1: her top off you, you you see you see bat bra and then you pan up and and there and and then it cuts to the morning, morning, morning after she's like what the fuck did you do yeah and I would agree so cliche. what the fuck did you do but so so that's that's cliche and that's terrible in and of itself what I find but but it all right it's indicative of another problem across all Batman stories. Occasionally, Batman, this very, you know, Bruce Wayne, very uh, disciplined, very uh, complex, cunning, you know, mastermind type guy, will just occasionally not just occasionally fuck up and bone somebody because the plot says you should bone that person to establish that you have some sort of connection with them. I am really wondering if there has been a series that actually delved into Bat- <laughs> to Batman's
0: sexuality sexuality yeah.
1: because there has to be there is a rigorous process for everything else in Batman's life but occasionally, He'll just fuck someone out of nowhere. I think for Bruce Wayne, there's, like, a buildup. There's got to be... I would find it hard to believe with with how much he, like, segments. Like, like, Bruce Wayne is one person and Batman is another person. For how much that they've done that. I wouldn't be surprised if Batman couldn't even fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. it seems like Bruce Wayne... Like, it seems like...
0: Bruce should be doing the fucking. It in. seems
1: like that is an exclusively Bruce thing, yeah. and he probably could not get it up in an actual like, like. Oh, because he's so because he's situation. so locked in. Yeah. Like it seems like it seems like Bruce could only have meaningless sex. And that should honestly be an entire series, I think. <laughs> maybe not. That's may-
0: what this should have been about. <laughs> maybe
1: not the focus of an entire series, but it should Batman, be. Batman, the heavy... boner killing joke. <laughs> <laughs> I think it should be like a heavy <laughs> B plot in something like, yeah, it totally makes sense that Bruce Wayne and Batman would both have a really weird relationship with.
0: Sex. We'll 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 send this off to DC and see what they think.
1: <laughs> I, I'm I'm guessing that it's not going to be
0: uh, not on the short it's, list. It's
1: it's it's probably not going to be a very high priority. But I don't know. That's just something that's kind of this really made me think about it.
0: There is a book that I've been reading for a few years. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Called Batman and Psychology. Okay. Uh, it's exactly what it sounds like. Um, do, do I it. don't know if it gets, I'm only like a third of the way through it. Because like, I've been reading this book for probably like six or seven years.
1: Like watching, watching the
0: scene Sorry. in the movie was like
1: a, it was like a weird roller coaster for me because I was like. That's so cheesy. And then I started thinking about, like, well, you know, what's the decision-making process for Batman deciding to, to fuck? Because he'll constantly, when Batman fucks, he does it, like, and it actually gets page time or screen time. It's with, like, the worst possible person, yeah. and it doesn't seem like a very Bruce Wayne thing to do. No. It doesn't seem like a very Batman right. thing to do. That moreover. And then I realize that I am way too interested yeah. in the subject <laughs> to the point where I I need
0: answers. So, I do. Um I think that's the only like so really off topic thing. Do, do we want to commit to this project? Oh, okay, so it's time. Yeah. I mean, we should probably like well, we don't have to. You know,
1: I think we should do it. right. I think we should do it just to track
0: Batman's sexuality. (laughs)
1: Batman's sexuality. No, well but but the I think we could try and like get into the to the real the real core of not not Batman because I think that's been I, I think that's been done. But Batman's actions across several iterations,
0: yeah, different writers. The same voice actor, mostly. S- mostly the same voice actor,
1: <laughs> because Kevin Conroy just is Batman. Yes, correct. In
0: the same way that Mark Hamill just is, is the, the Joker. Joker. <laughs> All right. So, oh, so we should probably say what we're doing. Right. Uh, it's gonna. We're gonna drum roll over November dating the podcast. We're gonna say that we are doing animated Batman movies all month.
1: Yeah, Bat Month.
0: So we haven't. There's a lot of them. There's a few that I know I want to watch, but we'll see. We'll see what happens.
1: Can <laughs> can uh, can can we find a a, a little like MP3? of the Adam West and <laughs> put it at the beginning of every episode for Bat Month. We'll see what we can do. Because I would love that.
0: Are you going to do that editing? If, if I must. No. No. <laughs> Uh, we'll see. What, we'll see what you get. Anyway, right. uh, see you next time, everybody.
1: Uh, Wait, should we tell him? Should we tell him the next one that we're gonna? Nah. Do? Okay.
0: It's a, it'll be a Batman movie. Be surprised. It's it's your favorite. Bye. <laughs>